Welcome to Time Out for Anesthesia. In these episodes, you'll hear a variety of experts discuss data, analytics, and strategies that can help you modernize and empower your anesthesia practice. We want this podcast to really benefit you, so if you have any questions or a specific topic you'd like Time Out to discuss, you can email us at timeout at grapheumhealth.com. Enjoy the episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another, to me, really exciting episode of uh, Time Out for Anesthesia. The reason it's really exciting for me is because I've actually never been involved in what we're talking about today. Today, we're going to cover uh, vitals integration. So our system integrates with vitals machines. I, don't, I won't get too far into it, but back in the day, I used to run support and customer service and things like that. And we didn't have this feature back then. And so I never touched it. Um, so I'm super excited to uh, welcome everybody today to talk about this. Um, first of all, with us today, again, John Lutz. Welcome back to the show. How are you doing, John? Hello, everybody. Uh, yes, the, uh, the sometimes co-hosts of this, I suppose. <laughs> as we're going through the onboarding stuff, I'll, I'll at least stick around for these for sure. So um, I guess I'll kind of take off. I'll, uh, I'll, let me yeah, go, ahead. go back into uh, the screen where we're at. So obviously we're, we're going to continue our onboarding series here about just what we do during onboarding and why it's so special for us and, and all the wonderful things that we do and the wonderful people that we work with. And we'll get to our wonderful guest here in a moment. Um, but, you know, back to here, we go to our project plan. You know, at this point, we've, we've again, you know, identified your organization name, your facility names. And, you know, we just talked about this area in the last podcast, which was, uh, you know, the client info pack. There is a special section of this client info pack that we don't always do, but if the client you know needs uh, vitals integration, uh, here is a special section here. We're going to go talk about um, you know what, what is important about getting that going uh, fast uh, in this process, and this is the site survey. And for that, we are bringing on uh, the CEO of Nexiomatic, the company we work with, Bobby Wong. So, Bobby, how about you uh, kind of uh, introduce yourself? I'll, I'll stop talking here and. Um, uh, you can kind of talk about, um, I guess, the site survey here that we have in this section of the of our onboarding and, and what that matters to uh, to the clients. Well, thank you so much for inviting me to this uh, podcast today. So my name is Bobby Wong. I'm the founder and the president of Nesomatic. So at Nesomatic, what we offer is a uh, vital sign streaming. So essentially, our device connect to the medical devices in your facilities. And we are able to pull the data out, and then we can stream the data into a you know electronic health record like the Graphium systems. So in order for us to do that, there's like a few key information that we need to have uh, before we can procure the equipment, set up the equipment, and ship them to you. And this is contained in the site survey that we have. So in the site survey, there are you know three areas of information that we need. One, of course, you know, is, you know, information about the site, right? The name of the facilities, the location, uh, the shipping addresses, and that sort of stuff. And the contact people, if we have questions. Um, is that this, uh, sorry, I, I haven't brought in this screen yet. This is, so this is the site survey we're talking about, right? Yep, exactly, right? So this page should be fairly straightforward. And, you know, we understand, you know, in any facilities, there are different people working together, right? So sometimes maybe the site manager, 
Um, sometimes it is the biomed, sometimes it's the IT, you know, IT can be in-house and outsourced. And what we want to do here is to get a good sort of a list of content information so that when we have a question, we know who to talk to, right? So it's going to uh, help us a lot and it's going to save you a lot of time. Um, and also the important thing on this page is like toward the, at the bottom, you know, there's this like target go live date. Um, we do receive a lot of site survey, you know, every month. And we look at that information with a lot of emphasis because, you know, we want to make sure that we can support our customers. So if you know your go live day or if you have a rough idea what that will be, please put that in so that we can understand, you know, the urgency of this project versus the other one and we can prioritize if necessary. Gotcha. Um, so if you don't mind, please go to the next page, the network page. Gotcha. Now, I didn't really explain what our solution is, but you can think of it as almost like a uh, internet of things that's attached to the medical devices, right? So one of the key things that we need to have is to be able to connect to the internet uh, or the network in the facility to go to the internet. And this page will help us understand what is your networking infrastructure inside your hospitals. And uh, we'll be able to pre-program our devices to work for your network. So our devices um, can be, you know, they can, on, they can be on Wi-Fi, they can be on Ethernet. Um, you know, if it is Wi-Fi, we would like to have it on a very robust Wi-Fi, right? I mean, so we don't want to have our device on the guest network. Uh, we want our device to be on the corporate network, something that you will monitor for connectivities and issues. Um, we will be able to support all the encryptions uh, on the Wi-Fi. So, you know, if you know you are doing WPA2, uh, you know, PSK, uh, please specify that. If you're doing WPA2 Enterprise, please specify that. And we, we can talk about this, uh, you know, when we find out, you know, it's particular uh, encryption uh, method that you use for your Wi-Fi. Um, we also support uh, static IP, um, you know, if this is something that you would like to do. So one thing I want to mention, though, is that a lot of times when the IT team come in and do this site survey, they may think that our devices are medical devices. And, you know, sometimes they have the understanding that, oh, all the medical devices have to be on a VLAN and they have to have static IP. That's not true for our devices. Our device can be on DHCP and we prefer to be on DHCP so that it's easier to support. So just be in mind that our devices are more like uh, Internet of Things. Uh, you know, if, if you can do DHCP, that's good. Uh, if you still want to do static IP, we can support that too. Gotcha. Uh, and uh, I think that's pretty much all on the networking side. Uh, if you don't mind, you can move on to the next page, the room page. Gotcha. On the networking side, I like the uh, the Internet of Things. So if we put in the Alexa on the uh, in the operating room, can we say Alexa Start Vitals? <laughs> sure. <laughs> We'll we'll have that in a few years. We'll put the feature request in. <laughs> oh, maybe we will call John. We'll right. call. <laughs> yeah. I'll work right on that. Right. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Right. Okay, so we got through the networking side, right? So the next part is that like we need to know what are the medical devices in the room. 
And bear in mind that, you know, you got GE, Philips, MindGrade, every manufacturer have their own protocol. They all have their own port that we need to use, right? So in this page, we would like to have all the rooms and all the medical devices make and model so that we know how we should program our devices when we ship them out. Um, now, sometimes I understand that, you know, when you look at a medical device, especially some of the older model, um, you know, the, the, the make and model may not be so apparent like from, from the front of it. Um, and this is where we would like to ask for some pictures of your medical devices um, to, you know, along, along with the information so that we can figure it out if you do not know what it is. So here are some pictures. For example, like this is a Motara uh, surveyor. Um, this is a single patient monitor and uh, it is on a wheeler. So when we see this picture, we understand that, oh, okay, this is the mobile devices. We will advise you to put a uh, power outlet on the wheeler so that everything can be all at once. Um, if you go to a second example, John, so here's a Fabius. Um, and you know it's good to show this picture here because like, what we want to see is that we want to have the front and the back of the devices. Um, the reason being is that sometimes there may be some cabling they're using the port that we need to use. So for example, like here on the Draeger Fabius, uh, the COM1 is the port that we want to use and it is available. So we have seen situation where we, when we see the picture, we see the port that we need to use is being used. And when we see that, we can start to have a dialogue with the biomed and find out what's going on. And, and so, you know, when we find out what's going on, we can figure out a solution. Um, that way we can make the installation like way easier and more seamless. Very cool. Let's see. After the rooms, uh, oh, okay, so this page, this is for the IT team. So um, if you, uh, if your site has a firewall, uh, or any other security appliance, uh, you may want to pay attention on this page. These are the IP addresses that the Nixie will, will, will push data to. Um, the Nixie is our devices that will put in place uh, to pull the data. And um, I think one key thing that would help you understand is um, the, the next C or the this system that pull the vital sign and push it out, they only do outbound traffic. So we are not exposing any internal IP of your systems. So these three IP are the, our, are the IP of our servers. And uh, we only use the port uh, 443 for the outbound traffic. Gotcha. Cool. These are other notes here and what just pictures of, you know, what examples are these? Yeah. So, you know, you should, you know, when you receive the site survey, you should go through some of the sample pictures. They are kind of referenced uh, in the previous page. So, you know, um, we need to source power, right? The transmitter has to get power. 
So the ideal case is to get the power from the back of the anesthesia machines so that the anesthesia machine, the patient monitor, the NICSI, they can all be together at one, in, in one piece. Now, if you move away from the OR room, uh, John, can you go back to the previous one? I'm sorry, uh, this one? The go. second one, yep, that's good, perfect. So if you move away from the OR room, say that you're in the PAC queue, or this may be the endo suite, uh, you only have one patient monitor, uh, say it is wall mom, right? So, you know, you can put the Nixie on the wall. Uh, there will be a cable connecting from the Nixie to the patient monitor, and then there will be, you know, you have to go to power, right? So this will be a typical installation situation for a medical device that is wall mount inside a room. Now, John, can you go to the next page? Can do. There we go. Okay, so... I kind of mentioned about that, you know, earlier when we were looking at the Motara picture. So sometimes a medical device can be on a wheeler, right? Like this one. And the issue with that is, you know, we don't want to have two things, the patient monitor and the NICSI to go to the wall for power, right? So in this situation, what we will recommend is that you install this uh, medical grade power strip onto the pole of the wheeler. After you put that in, you will put the power of the Nixie on it and the, and the power plug of the medical device on it. And then there will just be one cord going to the wall. So that way, you know, there's only one cord, one power cord that you need to manage and uh, everything will be in one piece. Gotcha, makes sense. Yep. That's great. This is a lot of really good information here and, and really a pretty straightforward, you know, workflow about getting the information that you need. So this is wonderful. So we kick off the, the onboarding, obviously, and they're doing vitals. We send this out there, you know, as, as soon as we can to their points of contact, we start to get them working on this. And, you know, how long does it usually take to, to for, you know, people on site to get this done? Yeah. So, um, you know, if we get good information, um, the installation part is actually very fast. The, the reason why it's fast is because like we pre-program everything beforehand and we package everything per room. So you're going to get a package that includes everything. For OR1, you're going to get a package for OR2. Um, the reason why we do that is like, you know, we know sometimes in the hospitals, like the OR can be very busy, right? I mean, you may not, you know, when you go in there, maybe it's being used and OR2 is the only room that you can get in, right? So what you do is like you pull OR2 package out, you will have the cable for the medical device, you have the Nixie, you have the power, you have the printout with the instruction. And you, all you need to do is like you plug in the power, connect the cable per instructions on the printout. And, you know, you can do that in 10, 15 minutes. And, uh, you know, what you want to do after you put everything in place is to hook yourself up on a pulse ox to generate some data. Because like, you know, you can do it on your schedule, right? And at the end of the day, uh, when we go to our place, we can check to see which room got installed and which room got data on that day. So we can sort of track the progress of the installation. Um, so a typical surgery center, say with like, you know, five or six rooms, 
you can get done the installation in you know one one and a half hours. Oh, that's great. This all seems really pretty straightforward, forward and simple. Yeah, so. and also surfaces right away. So you know what you can go in between cases, put the stuff in, and the case that come in, you know, after you, after the installation would have vital sign. Wow. So Bobby, what would you say? Um, so it sounds super straightforward and fast on the installation piece. Throughout the onboarding, what would you say is the number one hurdle that you come across most frequently when we're when we're going to do an install? Would it just be um, would it just be the information, getting the correct information, or what? Usually, it is the well. I mean, it it, it kind of depends. So the bigger the organization is. Usually the information would not come very clean. Part okay. of it may be, you know, you have different people doing things, right? The people who want the vital signs are not the people who fill up the forms, right? right. So maybe the biomed will be the one filling up the forms. So um, one thing that I've seen has helped us do is you can actually have this form, like once you fill up the facility page, you can give this form to different people and tell them to fill in the relevant part of it. And then they can send it back to us individually, so separately. And we can correlate all the information together. Um, Yeah, so I mean, once we we clean up all the information, like the installation is actually super easy. It's like we just did one that has like eight rooms, right? Like we just sent the equipment out like last week. They got in. It is a general hospital. Um, so the biomed called me, hey, okay, you know, we are going to do the install today, right? And I just told him, hey, just follow it, follow the printout, do the post ops at the end. So by the end of the day, he got all the wounds done. Nice. So I think okay. he probably spent maybe at most two hours in the different OLs. Okay. So it sounds, it sounds like you have a similar story to, I think what John would say about Graphium users when they're on board and that is you're never waiting on us. Right. We're yeah. always, we're always ready to roll. Um, if you can just get the information to us that we need, we're good. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, that's great, man. I, uh, uh, I can't thank you enough again for, for taking the time to do this. Yes. Work. Thank you so much. And, sure. uh, you're welcome. And if anybody has any questions, of course, uh, we're always here to help. And so Bobby, so <laughs> Bobby and a team, I says, not always just Bobby, but <laughs> uh, fantastic. Well, thanks again, everybody. Uh, David, anything else I'm missing? That's it for me. Thank you guys for joining. I hope you enjoyed it. And Bobby, uh, thanks again. Appreciate oh, it. Thank you so much. I, yeah.